This insert is brought to you by Radio K Pulpit, 7 to 9 a.m. Please visit kpulpit.co.za. It's Professor Dion Foster. He's head of Department of Systematic Theology and Ecclesiology, also the Darudia Center for Public Theology. And he might still have a remnant of his Ash Wednesday cross on his forehead. Good morning, Dion. Hey, Brad. Hey, Brad. I'm just thinking this morning, first day of Lent. Yes. And you guys are tempting a lot of people there with <laughs> all that good food. I know, right? <laughs> oh, at, my goodness. At least we had a constructive conversation earlier on around fasting with a medical professional. So, we, we've, uh, <laughs> with a health professional. So, we, we started off well, but then we sort of fell off the cart and we brought up Baburti. And bunny chow. Praise the Lord. Praise <laughs> the Lord. Those are the good things. Those are the good things. Okay. So, Dion. <laughs> yes. Yes. Quickly, help us through this. This is, this is a beautiful time of remembering. I know yesterday we were talking about Ash Wednesday and the questions people ask, why and must we and is it in the Bible and should we? And we just said, Dion always tells us, we've got to remember. <laughs> Absolutely. So, Brad, uh, Ash Wednesday is not in the Bible and neither is Shrove Tuesday. So, um, throughout uh, the, the centuries, Christians have have uh, tended to want to use the the 40 weekdays, excluding a Sunday, so Monday to, to Saturday, uh, in the weeks leading up to, to Easter, mm-hmm. as a time of, of remembering, of, of calling to mind, of growing close to uh, the suffering of Christ. Traditionally, in, in Latin, they called it the Via della Rosa, uh, the way of the cross, and uh, or the way of suffering and um, so people would use these 40 days and and very often what they would would try to do is is to remind themselves that you know some of the things that we just become so used to yeah. uh, the you know the ability to just uh, eat when we are hungry or you know browse our cell phones when we feel like a little bit of downtime that those things actually sometimes can can rob us from recognizing the presence of Christ and also sometimes remove us from ourselves and the needs of others. And so, so very often what people do is, is they mark that um, by beginning some kind of a, a fast. So sometimes it's food. Uh, sometimes people will fast from something else. Uh, and sometimes people, instead of, you know, putting something off or letting something go, will pick something up. So pick up a habit, for example, mm. increase their prayer time or, you know, increase their giving. But something that you can feel, you know, something that, that gives you that sense that for these 40 days, it's not just life as, as usual. I'm yeah. moving towards the cross. Now, Shrove Tuesday, uh, the, the, the day before uh, Ash Wednesday, was traditionally the day on which, because people were going to be fasting for 40 days, and in the old days, they didn't have fridges and these kinds of things to keep food for 40 days, they would eat whatever was going to go off. So it was oh. a, a huge... A huge feast. You'd eat all your babuati. You'd eat all of your your rooster cook because you knew in forty days' time it wouldn't be there. And then, of course, you'd have this this lean time. Now, it's not in the Bible, and it's certainly not it's not required. But for many of us, you know, these disciplines are are important because they help us to recognize the the suffering of Jesus and what it means for us. Now, I, I yesterday uh, attended uh, two Ash Wednesday services, but um, at one of them, the minister uh, touched on this beautiful passage from Isaiah uh, chapter 61 from verses 1 to 3. Now, Brad, I thought, let me just quickly mm. read this for us. 
Isaiah 61, this will be very familiar for those who have read Luke's gospel. It starts like this, Isaiah 61, the spirit of the sovereign Lord is on me because the Lord has anointed me to proclaim good news to the poor. The Lord has sent me to bind up the brokenhearted and to proclaim freedom for the captives and to release from darkness the prisoners, to proclaim the year of the Lord's favor and the day of the vengeance of God. It's interesting that when Jesus reads that section in Luke chapter four, he leaves out that bit about vengeance. Um, then it goes on to say, to comfort all who mourn and to provide for those who grieve in Zion and to bestow upon them a crown of beauty wow. instead of ashes, the oil of joy instead of, of mourning and a garment of praise instead of a spirit of, of despair. Now, the, the practice normally on Ash Wednesday um, is that we take the, the palm leaves, and in many of our churches, when we celebrate Palm Sunday, uh, that Sunday on which you know Jesus rode into Jerusalem and people shouted, Hosanna, here is the king. We take those palm leaves and then we burn them, and uh, the ash that comes from them we use for Ash Wednesday. And, and that serves as, as a reminder of two things. Number one, the fact that, that we are fickle, that uh, one week we shout, praise the Lord, and he is our king, and the next we shout, crucify him. That, that's the one thing we need to remember. But the second thing is, is what we read about here in Isaiah chapter six, uh, 61, verse 3, that the God who loves us and the God who we serve, the Lord Jesus Christ who comes to live our life, to die our death, and to rise again to eternal life, often uses pain, the ashes of the world, mm. to create beauty. Now, Brad, let me just say one thing, and, and that's really what I want to leave with our listeners today. And that's to say, you know, in, in God's economy, in the way in which God works in the world, God can often use brokenness to bring healing. Uh, God can use ashes to bring new life. Mm. And uh, I think this journey towards the cross should be for us a reminder, no matter how difficult things are, uh, no matter how broken our lives may be, no matter how much we may have let God down or others down, there is always renewal in Jesus Christ. And that's what the cross is about. And that's what this Lenten journey reminds us of. Yeah, this this is not a, a time to be challenged to to see if you can succeed or fail and then find yourself so focused on yourself and your inability to do things and you end up beating yourself up. I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. I mean, then you so completely off the mark, right, Dion? This is a time to focus and refocus. This isn't a time to become self-obsessed and frustrated. Absolutely, absolutely. And of course, you know, the, the reason why we do this is to get our focus off ourselves yeah. and onto Jesus. And uh, so, yeah, I, I would simply say, you know, uh, for those who are doing it, what I've committed myself to do during this Lenten time is just to just to increase my my prayer time. I normally mm. spend about 30 minutes in the morning and I've said to the Lord an, an hour a day. Wow. I want to be close to you. And uh, so I'm picking that up for Lent. I'm saying, Lord, I want to use this time just to draw close to you. And maybe some of our listeners will say, yeah, and don't be religious about it. It's not, it's not a religious thing. It's not required. It's something we do if we want to because we love the Lord. And you find that, Dion, you might start to establish new habits, good habits that stick um, when you find the joy in what it is that you've chosen to do. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, I must say that there are a couple of people around the office here who have decided not to have coffee and chocolate. They're already a bit grumpy. I was going to uh, say, no, my... the cranky people you have to work with now. <laughs> in my extra 30 minutes, I'll, I'll be praying for them. 
<laughs> I see now how this works. You see if you can level things nicely there in this offices. Uh, Dion, I just want to mention that um, Brad is so happy that I didn't decide to leave coffee for this period. So. Sure. Yeah, no, yeah. <laughs> I spared him that. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Dion. Uh, Dion, thank you so, so much. Thank you for your guidance and your inspiration. And uh, thank you for... Uh, clarifying some of the stuff that's a little bit murky for some and bothers others and you've given plenty of clarity and I hope people go into this time with the correct focus so blessings to you and have yourself a really great day thanks my friend blessings to both of you bye then this insert was brought to you by Radio K Pulpit 7 to 9 a.m. please visit kpulpit.co.za